Welcome to Your Pursuit of Happiness, the podcast for people working in the Irish fintech and financial services industry. Let's get started. Welcome back to the show. We're very pleased to be joined by Jesus Enoma, a leader from Grant Thornton's financial services advisory practice, where he leads the fintech service offering. Jesus joined Grant Thornton, having previously worked in a number of large financial services firms and having recently exited his own award-winning international fintech business. He's a specialist in IoT and connected finance business models with an excellent understanding of financial products and smart technologies underpinning emerging fintech solutions. Jesus advises on innovation, operations and strategy to suit different needs across fintech and financial services firms in banking, insurance, asset management and funds. He kindly joined us to talk about all things fintech, funds and financial services. Let's listen in. Jesus, thank you very much for joining us. Can you tell us about your background, please? Sure. I'll take it from the top. I moved to Ireland back in 2001, um, mainly to pursue a degree in finance. So I ended up in Limerick, University of Limerick in UL, where I did my undergrad in uh, traditional insurance and European studies. Uh, And then I went on to do a postgrad at UCD in financial services. Then for my sins, I went on to do the QFA, became a qualified financial advisor, chartered insurer, chartered banker, worked in the industry for over a decade in banking and insurance mainly, and cross-border, so international insurance and international banking. Then I went on to set up a, a fintech company, uh, which were, went well as well, uh, great insights, a uh, lot of learnings. I think we, we started a bit early on our journey. Uh, and now I'm leading the fintech division uh, in Grant Thornton, where we have a focus across uh, financial services, uh, banking, insurance, asset management, uh, and funds. And we uh, act as enablers, uh, bridging the world's traditional world of financial services and fintech and big tech. So that's the, in a nutshell, my <laughs> background. What does that mean, Jesus, in terms of what you and your team do? Sure. Um, so, you know, the traditional institutions, uh, they, they have different governance models. They have different ways of adopting technology. So I've worked in the industry uh, before, you know, banking and insurance and, you know, teams move at a different pace and they, they see the world at a different, different lens as well because of regulation and, you know, the constant uh, day-to-day, you know, business uh, they, they have to carry on. Uh, so innovation is, tends to not be at the forefront and when sometimes when they innovate they tend to look at it from a point of view of being compliant immediately and then looking at the bigger picture after and also um by starting a fintech company i, I looked at i look at it from the fintech perspective which is looking at changes the world the regulation will follow <laughs> you know etc etc and they have to do these big pictures and then see how technology can really transform financial services so there are these two different worlds that are trying to really connect with each other and should be collaborating um, from the get-go. So uh, from what I look at, it, I'm like, okay, they speak in different languages. So they need that intermediary in the middle, a trusted broker. Um, oh, we, uh, we, we joke internally, we are the Tinder of finance <laughs> here uh, uh, at the moment. But we, you know, we, they have to, someone else to translate, um, you know, between the two worlds what's happening. So that's what we're doing. So um, let's say if an insurance company wants to, you know, create a new model, they might say, okay, actually, I want to collaborate with an insure tech and build this with an insure tech. Or they might say, actually, I want to just curate the insights of what's happening around the world 
and we're going to develop a better design because of budget, etc. We're going to look at the experience holistically, because as well, sometimes when fintechs are innovated due to capital constraints and the problem they're trying to solve, they're very focused and narrow on the on the on the problem, and so they define a solution. But sometimes, uh, you know, when they want to sell that into financial services uh, providers, financial providers are looking at end-to-end solution, right? So, you know, it could be the case as you like you're building a house. You can work with the fintech to get some parts of the house, but then you have to build other parts of the house yourself. So that's what we do. Uh, so we look at the holistically how the house will look like in the future, and we, we can put some fintechs in, and we can help to shape that house for for different financial services players. Okay, so kind of high level overall sort of consulting around strategy and what the house will look like, and then. What's the best way to get it done? Is it internal or to be bring in fintechs? Yes, and even if you bring in the fintechs, how do you, you know, how what's the new target operating model? Sure. Um, because, because even it, these fintechs are also changing the model of the industry. So just you know, we can skip maybe a, a bit uh, ahead. If you look at likes of Revolut, what they decided, okay, was to reduce the FX fees, right? So now you know a lot of the fees that you know people were making in the foreign exchange are not making it anymore, right? And um, the likes of uh, Robinhood, what they decided to do is, okay, we're not going to charge for asset management in terms of uh, our retail clients. We're going to just sell their data on the back and charge zero fees, right? And so these are different models. So even when institutions are collaborating and look at the market, they, they'll say, okay, what do these models mean for them? And how do we collaborate uh, in this new ecosystem? Because uh, they, they, is, is a, they're pulling from two different ends, right? And so we help around that shape the new model and how everything will work. And, and so is strategy, implementation, and governance. Excellent. Thanks for that, Jesus. So where do you, where do you see the current financial services landscape in Ireland, and how, in your opinion, will it change with technology? I think we we evolve. We evolve on, um, yeah. I don't, uh, when I look at the jurisdictions, the jurisdictions excite me the most, likes of Asia and America. And I think Ireland have perfect position to capitalize on the opportunity, but we have to be more ambitious and you know, how we think about finance in the future, right? So I think open banking is, is a great thing that is happening at the moment. So it helps us to, to okay, have a framework whereby we're thinking about financial services. Okay, we'll start opening this data in payments, and you know what will really happen? What does it mean for the industry? So I think Ireland has started that journey, and it is not as involved as in the UK, which open banking has been around, has been discussed and promoted for the past you know, nearly five years now. Going, but I think Ireland, with that proximity to the UK, um, they have started going on that open finance journey because I believe that the, the regulation of PST2, this one was speaking in specific, we'll, we'll start the journey of open banking, which is going to lead to open finance, which will lead to an open data economy, right? And if I was looking at Ireland and that spectrum of how, how far Ireland is from that open data economy, I think we are at early beginnings of our journey. Ireland is uh, really, really early. If I look at Asia and US, they, they, they've started that open data economy, that, that journey. And I think in the future, uh, that's where financial services is going, is that open data economy. Um, there's going to be a bridge in the, in the middle of open finance, 
where you have the coverages, uh, I call it the coverages of different verticals. So um, at the moment, we have different verticals specified, banking, insurance, asset management, funds. But there's going to be more coverages between all these verticals, whereby you don't know if you have a savings product or you have actually an investment product, because automatically the technology does investment and savings for you at the same time, right? Um, so that, that's an interesting part for the consumer because they don't, they don't need to think about it anymore. They're like, okay, um, the spare cash can be rounded up, you know, because uh, it's my savings. The algorithm understands how much my savings can go into my investment. Uh, and that part is automatically done and is you know adjusted. Like right? same as same as funds could see an opportunity and funds and, and asset management going to bank it at the moment, right? So a perfect example is, is Goldman Sachs now with Marcus and you know the likes of uh, JP Morgan with Quorum because they they see an opportunity now to go into banking and using these technologies like blockchain and, and other behavioral and analytics uh, tools. So uh, if I was going to say, where are we in Ireland? Uh, I think we're early in, in this journey of our implementing technology at scale to really to capitalize the opportunity. But I think we have a, a unique positioning to be able to make up that ground. Um, so I have a big faith uh, in the next five years what will happen in Ireland. Perfect. Um, so in terms of the kind of future of financial services, you, you see it becoming more homogenous you know funds and asset management will be aligned with banking and savings products and, and everything else i, I think you will become more homogenous but also but new models are going to be created at the back of this as well because when we start looking at the open data economy we're going to see additional players that were not in finance coming in finance well, we already seen telcos moving in we're going to see likes of uh, innovation companies you know so we're going to see other players that we going to be able to enhance and create a new financial services industry per sure. se, you know? So yeah. I always say Ireland well, should be running an experiment, right? If we, if, we, if we look at first design principles, Ireland built the IFSC first design principles. Let's say, okay, we have proximity to the UK. Um, we have a good uh, educated workforce. We speak English. We can, you know, do some element of competing in tax. Uh, you know, and then they capitalize on this, and we have now a very, very good, vibrant, you know, financial services ecosystem in terms of the, how we play in Europe, right? Um, you know, concentration of funds and, and insurance is quite prevalent, where you actually have some decision, very good decision power here. We can say that our top banks, we have decision power, top banks, which is a handful. We don't have much of a banking ecosystem apart from the top ones. Uh, but internationally, okay, in the asset management, we also have a good part, right? Uh, so that was the first design principles. Uh, but now, and Ireland has done quite well on the back of it. Well, okay, well, okay well, what does that mean now for the next 10 years, right? So how, do I, how does Ireland build on top of what they, the, the IFSC? Yeah. So if we look at, if we look at the, um, Asia, they're running the biggest experiment. And when I looked at the, at the movie first, uh, uh, Black Mirror on Netflix, the series, and I saw the social score, and I was like, oh, it's already actually already happening. Uh, it's interesting uh, to see if we will be implemented uh, in our society, right? It's, it's whereby the, the, the series, the whereby the lady is going around and she's being scored on everything she does, and the score goes up. You know, if you guys haven't seen that one, check, check it out. It's actually very interesting. But 
Ch China now is socialist current people, so according to the behavior you do, uh, you know, they have cameras all over, over cities. It records you, they can give you extra points for good behaviors, deductive points for bad behaviors, et cetera, et cetera. But, but the main thing with this experiment is the multiple population that they have, and you know, they can do now AML and KYC better than anybody else because of uh, this social experiment that they're actually uh, driving. Some people might argue the pros and cons on this, but I'm just looking at it from a text perspective. Yeah. Uh, and then if you look at the likes of uh, uh, US, the capital experiment is quite interesting the way they deploy capital, right? So I think that's the biggest experiment in the US, how actually they do venture capital. <laughs> you know, because uh, the, the ability to, to actually deploy a lot of capital to see something fail, but just take the learnings to the next thing uh, is quite interesting. You see why you know, the tech system has done quite well in that space because it also breeds uh, different ways of thinking, different risk appetites, etc. Um, Estonia has um, created these digital systems. They said, they say, okay, we have a small population. So anyone now can become digital citizens of Estonia. And that way they're expanding their pool of talent. And also they're saying, well, could potentially go in the future, right? Come in the future to have new business models, yeah. right? But Ireland, if we ask ourselves, what are the social experiments we actually running at the moment to future-proof ourselves for the next 10 years, uh, we're not running any really social experiment, right? A scale uh, in terms of government. Um, and that's what worries me when I look at financial services because we have an opportunity now to run a great social experiment because uh, Irish people actually, as a community, we quite embrace, we embrace technology and yeah. we move fast. We adapt fast in you know, a uh, testament of what, how Ireland came out of the crisis. They just said, okay, we're going to tighten our belts. <laughs> we're just going to get out of it, you know, uh, because that's the nature of it due to historical reasons, etc. cetera. Uh, but I think there's an opportunity now for the government to really roll a serious social experiment around smart cities. And how do we really get to that data economy faster than anyone else, right? Um, so open source and data at scale, right? Um, that could be the interesting one, I think. Yeah, and um, you, you, you touched on it yourself, but you know Ireland. I think uh, we are very quick to adapt and, and very digitally savvy. Um, so there is opportunity there. Uh, it's it's almost like you knew the questions in advance, Jesus. <laughs> 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 the next one was uh, was really around you know opportunities and challenges um, for for Ireland, I suppose, and for financial services businesses in Ireland over the next one to three years. What would you see as the main opportunities? For, for companies here in financial services and the main challenges? I think it's looking at Ireland as Europe, right? You know, so we shouldn't look at the four and a half million people as, a, as a, an opportunity. We should look at Europe as a whole, as an opportunity, right? I think that is the biggest opportunity for us, uh, you know, in the next three years. Now, even with the, the Brexit, I think it becomes a bigger opportunity. Um, when I heard that the best Brexit actually went through, I was in Zurich and I woke up uh, and uh, it was the, the conference there, the speaking engagement, and I, I couldn't believe it. You know, I was like, I, was, I also thought it would never go through. <laughs> it would never yes. pass. And then I checked a couple of channels and I was like, actually, it, it was actually, it did pass through. And what hit my mind straight away was, okay, this actually gave the opportunity for Ireland because I always felt that Ireland and UK could compete, you know. Uh, because, you know, Ireland does quite well in financial services, okay, 
historically UK had a center, but there's no reason why Ireland shouldn't have a center as well here for certain issues, right? Sure. Um, so I felt that this is the opportunity now of Ireland to become a problem and capitalize uh, on Brexit and be more bullish. Uh, but then uh, the government it took a stance, okay, let's see what happens. And, you know, with that, with that impasse, you know, Frankfurt got a couple of, uh, got some of the parts. Luxembourg got some of the parts. Um, and, of course, we got, by default, some of the parts as well, right? But yeah. if, we, if we had a strategy to tackle Brexit and say, we're actually going to go out as a country, do the outreach, explain what our framework will be for the next five years. And that's, you know, even pairing back, um, the central bank could be seen as an opportunity, right? Uh, because the CBI, it puts, you know, companies through, a central bank file, it puts companies through a very, very rigorous process before they authorize them and how they actually monitor them as well, right? So if we see that, okay, people out there regulated in Ireland, they are gold plates. That means a lot for the rest of Europe, right? Uh, so I, I see that as a big opportunity because if we're gold plate, we've seen as a standard, um, and you know, this, there's, a, there's a challenger bank that now, you, know, you guys know, is coming and asking for, um, and I know is asking for a license out of Ireland because they want to have that gold plate standard. So I think FS companies, really have an opportunity to leverage technology to, to really not look at Ireland, look at, at Europe, and, and also try and play in this open data sharing uh, economy. Um, because Europe is interesting, right? If you want to train an algorithm, uh, if you look at Europe, you know, 26, 27 states, um, it, they have different characteristics, right? Um, if you're training an, an algorithm, uh, you want to do a lot of machine learning and all the big buzzwords that, you know, is thrown around. But, but realistically, if you really look at the tech, if you want to really to understand insights and behavior, Europe has different characteristics spread across uh, the different territories. If you look at US, you can say that it's 50 states, but the characteristics are quite similar, right? When you're training the technology. Um, and if you look at Asia as well, the same thing, only if you start moving outside the different uh, countries of Asia, but if you look at China, we're pretty much, uh, you know, homogenous in a sense. Like, so if we, uh, Europe, the opportunity it has is the diversity it has within it, but also the, the scale, uh, scope and scale. Because if you authorize an island, you can do freedom of services. You can automatically, you know, passport your services, offer your services across uh, different European countries. So we shouldn't think about ourselves, okay, next stop is naturally the U.S. Uh, our first stop should be, okay, how do we build a business for the whole of Europe, right? And then from Europe to U.K. and U.S. I think that's the, uh, could be an opportunity for your mind, in a sense. And finally, what is the one piece of advice you would give to somebody working within the financial services industry to stay relevant in this changing landscape? I think it's to read. I think it's really, really to read a lot and really to do like, what, like what you guys do. Uh, you know, listen to all the podcasts. You know, consume information as uh, consume as much information as possible uh, from different sources as well. I think technology uh, is key on this, but most importantly, I think is understand the behaviors. And I'm a big fan of behavioral economics and, and behavioral finance and, and analytics. 
So if I think that's where we is going, uh, understanding people's behaviors and being from an institutional standpoint or from a, from a customer standpoint, I think is key because then you can see where your business will go and, and how to nudge certain of those certain of those behavior certain behaviors that you want as an outcome. So I think that 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 would be um, an area that anyone in financial services should be looking at at the moment, in my opinion. Okay, consuming information. And um, just just a, a quick one from that you mentioned podcasts. Apart from our fantastic podcasts and Money Never Sleeps, which we sponsor, <laughs> any particular <laughs> any particular podcast you'd recommend? That could even come uh, close to those two. Uh, <laughs> no, I think not, nothing comes close to those two, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really like, um, you know, of course, the Breaking Banks as well. Breaking Banks is a nice one. Yeah. And, and I like Off Chain, Off the Chain, you know, with Pump. You, you know, I, think, uh, I, I consume those two, whatever I can. And Gary V. Gary V is an interesting guy, which is also driven by, you know, co- co- behavioral change in the sense like mm. his whole idea is like to arbitrage attention right and i think in the society that we're in you have to understand how to arbitrage attention and how to arbitrage behavior and uh, um, and you know as we move into uh, as we, we talk about api centric uh, culture with open bank and open finance the economy we'll be able to curate a lot of insights but it's about how do we actually move the needle and arbitrage on those insights um, will be the the main opportunity you know so i listen to things that they can help me put my frame of mind around that get my frame of thoughts around that great jesus thanks a million for your time some great insights there thanks, thanks so much it was a pleasure to have you join us uh, thanks for having me I appreciate it thanks for joining us today on your pursuit of happiness the podcast for people working in the Irish fintech and financial services industry. For show notes and other goodies, go to www.toptierrecruitment.com forward slash podcast. That's toptierrecruitment.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and feel free to rate and review the show. We appreciate your support. See you next time.